1: Very, very pleased to have on the line with us right now Harry Campbell, who is the director of the Chesapeake Bay Foundation in Pennsylvania. Harry, thanks for the quick response. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Good. So so the Wyoming Valley Sanitary Authority sent out the bills for a stormwater fee, and everybody kind of said... Stormwater fee? What's that and why do, why do we have to pay it? And now in, in, in some of the conversations, the suggestion is that the Chesapeake Bay Foundation put the pressure on the EPA to put the pressure on DEP to get this kind of implemented statewide. Is that fair to say?
0: So we've been advocating for clean and healthy waters across the Commonwealth, of Pennsylvania, and all the rivers and streams that flow into the Chesapeake Bay and its watershed. Because first and foremost, those investments in clean water have their benefit to Pennsylvanians, our communities, our farmers, and our families. And addressing the issue of urban and suburban stormwater runoff is a critical component of that the stormwater fees that are being instituted by the uh, by the wyoming valley sewer authority as a pursuant to a permit requirement that is a federal requirement uh, across all communities throughout the united states is an endeavor to improve the health and condition of our rivers and streams in the Chesapeake Bay. We were not instrumental or otherwise behind that permit requirement, but we're supportive of sound, sufficient, and sustainable, and ultimately cost-effective stormwater abatement and management because it's so critical to our communities and to our overall health and condition of our waters
1: right now uh, you know one of the one of the questions and it's also on your frequently asked questions page is wasn't i paying for this already through my tax dollars why am i paying it again
0: yeah so you know rain is free uh, but managing it can be pretty expensive and the underground infrastructure that we have in Pennsylvania throughout the nation is old and ill-maintained, and in many cases dilapidated. We just kind of forgot about it. We did not build, as a society, into the system sufficient resources to pay for its maintenance and upgrade. Hey, we pay for our house to maintain that. We pay to maintain our cars. We may even pay to maintain our health. But we have not maintained our underground water and sewer infrastructure sufficient enough to handle not only the new developments and the redevelopments, but also just the overall dilapidation that occurs over the course of time. There are pipes in the state of Pennsylvania that are wooden because they're so old that are conveying stormwater and in some cases sewage to the nearest receiving water body like Solomon Creek up in wilkes barre area or the Susquehanna River. For a nation of this, uh, of ourselves, that shouldn't be acceptable, and it certainly doesn't support not only human health and public welfare, but also an economy that we need for the 21st
1: century. I know, Harry, when I, when I called your office today, uh, one of the comments was made, well, we're, we're, we're going over the 2018 State of the Bay report, which I've been looking at. The overall score is a D plus. And then on your Pennsylvania site, it talks about the Susquehanna River as ailing. What, what is the, the water situation right now?
0: Well, really, the Susquehanna River is um, the largest tributary to the Chesapeake Bay. On average, there are 18 million gallons per minute that are coming from the Susquehanna River into the Chesapeake Bay. So it's the largest source of fresh water. And unfortunately, it also happens to be the largest source of pollution entering into the Chesapeake Bay. And the rivers and streams that feed into the Susquehanna River are ailing. Uh, We have over 19,000 miles of streams that are considered impaired or not meeting water quality standards. By the state of Pennsylvania, DEP scientific studies, the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection through scientific studies, has determined that value. Um, There are over 3,000 miles of Pennsylvania's rivers and streams that don't meet those water quality standards because of poor or inadequate water management. Many uh, are right there in the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton area as well. And so these rivers and streams ultimately feed many of them into the the Susquehanna River and flow down to the Chesapeake Bay where they have an impact. So it really starts in our own backyard with the rivers and streams in our own communities and the health and condition of them that reflect back to us in the health and condition of the Chesapeake Bay and the Susquehanna River. Of
1: course, we, we pointed out there's a story in a local Times Leader newspaper today about a New York plant in Binghamton that dumped 35 million uh, uh, gallons of untreated sewage into the Susquehanna River. And people are saying, well, wait a minute. If you're asking us to take care of of our, our responsibility down here, we're now taking care of the pollution that's coming from upstate. Who's managing all that?
0: So that's an absolute uh, excellent point, and that's a responsibility of not only um, New York, but the United States Environmental Protection Agency to say, you know what, that is not allowed under the Federal Clean Water Act. And as a result, there needs to be not only potentially fines, but certainly uh, mitigation so as to make sure that doesn't happen again. But the simple fact of that is that we also have problems in our own backyard. As I mentioned earlier, we have over 3,000 miles of stormwater impaired streams in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania leads the nation in the amount of combined sewer overflows that when it rains, our systems get overloaded with runoff and, and, and sewage to the degree to which we have over 1,400 places where pipes discharge raw or minimally treated sewage into rivers and streams. There are roughly 50 right there in the Wyoming Valley Sewer Authority area today.
1: Wow. Now, so now
0: we all bear responsibility and improving and maintaining our infrastructure is part of that responsibility.
1: Now, you know, I don't think that we would find many people that would that would disagree that that, you know, a clean, clean water system, clean river is 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 something that we want to strive for. I think everybody wants to be environmentally conscious there. People people are kind of offended by another tax saying, wait a minute, you know, so th- I've already paid through the nose. Why am I paying again? And and, you know, they're they're looking looking for some way to fight this. Can you tell me what happened in Maryland? Maryland had had a uh, a law and then I believe the governor campaigned on getting rid of the rain tax. What's the status in Maryland now?
0: Yeah, so that, that has evolved some. Uh, there are there had a broad brush, county-based, big, large-scale uh, stormwater uh, fee that politically became a hot potato and has resulted in a different approach down there. And so while many of these counties, so they deal with this issue on a county scale, some of those uh, ca- communities and governments at that county scale still have these fees, but the structure is different than it was originally intended uh, through the actions of the legislature Governor Hogan. Um, and so, because we have a local or a much more uh, small scale, if you will, local governmental approach, um, you're seeing these sort of authorities and fees uh, being proposed throughout all of Pennsylvania. We have over 300 MS4s or areas that have these types of stormwater permits just in the Bay watershed of Pennsylvania alone. Uh, but the bottom line is these types of activities need to be, if, if you're looking at a fee for stormwater they need to be stable they need to be adequate they need to be flexible and they need to be equitable and finally they need to be communicated in a way in which people in the communities that are being affected because as you mentioned this is just another tax it's another fee i gotta pay again it's going to this new government bureaucracy what the heck right i understand it i pay for it i'm a Pennsylvanian. i grew up in the back mountain Oh. outside of Dallas. Welcome home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I really only left for a little while. I've been in Pennsylvania here for 15 years working uh, for the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. But the bottom line, and so I pay these fees. I pay all these sort of uh, taxes and fees and things of that nature to support our clean water, healthy air in our communities. But if, if they need to be communicated in a way in which people understand the value that they are getting in that investment. And in, in addition to that, to credit good actions happening on the ground that people do voluntarily. Planting trees alongside streams for, or streets and streams, for instance, is one of the most cost-effective things you could do to reduce the stormwater runoff. So. The, any sort of fee authority should have the credit for that, should invest in that, should it, should promote that so as to reduce the burden of individual taxpayers and residences and commercial developments, um, which I know that they're considering or have considered as part of that overall fee. But bottom line is uh, really need to be communicating about why this is necessary, why it's equitable and appropriate, why it actually helps create jobs and invests in our communities through revitalization and our quality of life.
1: Harry, thank you for, uh, I I know I called and and you guys responded instantly. Thank you for the information. Have a good day, sir.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it.